Well, joining me for a look at the day's trade is Lonobo Matkobela from Perpetua. Thank you so much for your time, Lonobo. Let's actually start off with the broad market moves. Uh, the JSC back in green territory, finally joining the party as we had seen a rally uh, in the US markets and the European markets yesterday, although we are seeing quite a mixed picture in the European markets. But just uh, talk about that bounce back that we are seeing uh, on the JSC today. Is it because uh, there aren't really bad uh, resource counter results out today? Yeah, I think, and, and also, you know, coupled with, uh, um, you know, I see some of the gold counters have also had quite a quite a strong day, um, you know, so no no negative delta from the resource um, counters, um, and then coupled with the gold stocks, and then I see quite a few of the companies that have reported um, seem to have also picked up a bit of a of a bid on um, as as a result of of that. Yeah. Um, but certainly, I'd say that with probably sentiment around rates um, being slightly better given the you know the jobs data that came out yesterday probably markets thinking peak rates um, you know and, and likely direction of travel is either kind of a plateau or start lowering so some sentiment improvement as a consequence of that which is um, flow through to our market. Well, just talking about those gold counters, how many gold coming out with results today are uh, going back to the black. And of course, we know that these counters have largely benefited from the uh, upside moves that we did see in the gold price. But seeing that there were uh, operational uh, things that uh, how many gold uh, got right, uh, what did you think of those numbers? Yeah, I think, I mean, so how many is always been interesting in the sense that it's highly levered to the gold price. Um, so, you know, small changes, a 15% change in the RAND gold price over the last year has resulted in a 60% improvement um, kind of in the earnings, you know, so earning a grand for the, um, for the, for the, for the year. Um, and what I'd say is, uh, you know, and I agree with you, the, the operation was also good in the sense that cash costs are only up 5%. I think when I compare them to the global peers, I, I would certainly say that they're running higher than that 5%, um, you know, in, in cash costs. And actually where it came from, it came from them improving the grades of the um, ground they're mining, particularly on ground that was previously mined by um, by Anglo Gold. So, so two of their mines, you know, um, particularly contributed to that. So I guess it's in line of harmony in the sense that they've always been good operators of gold assets that other people have tended to underestimate. Um, so I'd certainly say that that's um, in line with, you know, with, with the strategy of the business. So that's, yeah, I think pretty a good, good outcome on, on their side. Ah, all right. Well, talking about good outcomes, Bitcorp also coming out with a good, pretty good outcome there. We did see that share price surging uh, the last time I checked, almost a 6%. Uh, of course, they released uh, annual results, revenue up 33%, all the way down to headline earnings per share up at 35.4%, also an increase of that dividend by more than a third. Uh, yeah, just talk about those dynamics, seeming that they benefited from both increased demand, but also the ability uh, to for, for customers to take take in those high selling prices yeah yeah i think i mean it was a, a a very good result from you know from them as you mentioned with profits up 30 plus i think if you stripped out the impact of the rand it could have been some 10 percentage points lower and so it was a slight um, tailwind um and 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 i do quite right i mean you know going through the results they mentioned record volumes in quite a few of the markets you know which um i think and record revenues in, in many of their markets. Um, I think they also mentioned tourism having um, having an impact. So, 
I guess the it's a combination of the you know two trends. The one has been a long term and established trend of people eating out, and then I'd say the other one has been kind of a post COVID experience recovery. You know that people are focusing on. So they they've certainly been been beneficiaries of that. But to show you how strong the trend is, is that even in a year with inflation having been what it was, you would have thought that there were you know people would moderate. Yeah. You know and and kind of um, seek to um, cut cut costs. You know, but it's it's actually been the opposite. Um, so, yeah, so so it probably just shows that there's impetus in, in, in that trend. I think it was particularly notable also in Australia where margins improved. Yeah. Um, I, I do think I do wonder whether in the year ahead, as um, there's a little bit of deflation, whether that will have an impact on margins. So meaning that you know prices will have to start declining again, and then mm. um, the margin comes under pressure. But I think from what they said was that the UK is one of the markets where they tend to price with the lag. So in the year ahead, they would expect a slight improvement in margins that you can. It's quite a big market for them. So, so yeah. uh, all right. Before we get to your stock pick, I actually want to uh, go into Aspen. I had a growth in revenue, but that's not filtering uh, down to headline earnings per share. But looking at their you know, outlook, um, they do expect uh, you know, sustained uh, earnings growth to start filtering through from the second half of FY24. The market's punishing them. That share price the last time I checked uh, dropped uh, 6%. Uh, what do you make of those numbers, but also the market's reaction? Yeah. So yeah, it's yes. Yeah, I agree. So Aspen was down. I think it was down eight percent um, yeah. now, and uh, so then the result was slightly lower than people thought. But it was mostly because of currency. So you know, one could excuse that. I'd say the negatives. Where did the negative surprises come from? I think probably expectations are too high around like what the manufacturing growth would be. Um, so they did mention this um, um, new contract that they signed with Eli um, Lilly and. Yeah. Um, so, but but actually, when I looked at it, I think it was a percent of the revenue. Um, so they need considerably more, and then they mention contract losses and or rather um, in China some dollar funding losses. So overall, I'd say more negative than than positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the kind of growth potential that they talk about comes much later um, mm-hmm. in, into the equation. So hence the center. I mean. Aspen is a difficult company to analyze as an analyst in the sense that, you know, it's hard it's hard to understand um, kind of where the, the revenue is going to be coming from. You know, so there's mm. quite a lot of change in the industry, new contracts, new, you know, um, new pharma companies that they're signing up. So it's quite difficult to understand what's the revenue going to be like in a year's time. Uh. And I think it's that nature of Aspen and that, that uncertainty that's, um, that sometimes actually results in these wild gyrations in the share price. Uh, all right. Well, let's quickly get to your stock pick for today. Uh, Lodabo, quickly, we are out of time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so I'd say, I'd just say UK financials. Um, the UK market is screening is probably one of the cheapest, we think, globally, um, particularly the financials. We can find many shares on, you know, 7 8 9% um, dividend yields. Many of them are still growing. Um, the earnings and they still have large market opportunities companies like legal in general um, we think you know is, is, is a good um, example of that um, as well as others um, so some, some of them actually filter into our market the likes of quilter etc you, you can see some of the achievements does come through uh, but as overall like uk financials are screening as being particularly attractive uh, from a long-term perspective all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and giving us insights on what has been moving investors' money today, Lunabo. Uh, that was Lunabo Makubela from Perpetual.